Hey there, lady. You're tuned into Wine and Gine, a lively woman's health podcast hosted by two licensed midwives, Kelly Pappas and Tiffany Alblinger. We're dragging every sister, mom, and best friend on our mission to make chatting about the female body and everything that comes along with it a normal and amusing thing. Grab a glass of wine with us while we flex our vagina expertise and dish on women's health topics each episode. Remember, you too can be a vagina expert because you have one. Welcome back to Wine Game. We're back. Hi. With another super fun, fascinating episode for you, ladies. You won't believe it, but we are going to actually talk about what the title of the episode is. No way. Oh, it's for sure going to (laughs) happen. It's going down, for real. (laughs) Before we jump into that, uh, we wanted to keep up with reading a lovely review from you, our listeners, mostly because we just like to hear that we're doing an okay job. (laughs) (laughs) It helps us do the episode. Yes, it does. (laughs) Uh, this one says informative and fun, and it is from Sammy D eleven. Hi, Sammy D. This is a podcast all women should be listening to. I always find myself thinking, why did I not learn this in school? Kelly and Tiffany have a way of breaking down what society may think of as taboo around all things reproductive and beyond, and bringing it into a fun conversation. You are sure to learn a bit and laugh a lot. By understanding and taking care of our bodies, we can truly make a change for the next generation. Thanks for sharing, ladies. Oh, yeah. That's what we like to hear. So speaking of taboo. Yeah. And things that people might, you know, like to have conversations about. Yeah. I mean, we are going to combine both of those things today when we talk about every lady poops. It's true. And I have a funny story to bring us in. I can't (laughs) wait to hear it. It's not about me pooping, which is what everyone would think I would share. I would think you would share. Um, when I started dating my husband, his son, who's now my stepson was like four and a half. And so sometime in that first year, (laughs) He told me, my mom doesn't poop. (laughs) And I was like, there's no way. And he's like, yeah, ladies don't poop. Or like moms don't poop or something. Somehow it was his impression that like literally women don't poop. And so after some investigating, (laughs) I learned that like that's what she told him. And so I then he like, comes to your house and is like, what? Like, why are you pooping? Is it because you're not a lady? Because, like, we're just very open about yes. everything, yeah. you know? And so I looked at him that day, and I was like, every woman poops. <laughs> and I need you to know that because I don't know what else your mom is telling you, but this is going to mess you up if you go through <laughs> your life and at some point actually you learn the truth. You are going to learn. Yes. We all poop. Um, but you know, it sounds crazy, but I think probably there's lots of women who 
are ashamed of the fact that they poop. For sure. Don't talk about poop. And because men are so comfortable with the topic, it seems like a very masculine thing to talk about. Like, oh, yeah, if you're interested or or talking about poop, something is wrong with you. And And I think part of the problem is that the poop itself is really foul. Yes, it's gross. Right. I mean, it's like a natural, normal thing, but it smells. It's, and it's like, I just, a, nobody likes to look at poop. No. I mean, except for like my eight-year-old, <laughs> five-year-old. He's into it. Yes, very yeah. much so. Yeah, check this out. For sure. Yeah, so we're going to dive into it today, not because it has anything to do with reproduction. We're not going... No. <laughs> this, this does not cross over <laughs> at all. No. No. <laughs> um, very clear about that. But because it's a normal body function that yes. we all experience, and I mean... Because a lot of women don't want to talk about it. Exactly. I mean, I know... I have friends who are married who still, like, hide kind of the fact that they poop from their husbands. Yeah. That's pretty... Advanced. Like, yeah, that's pretty intense like forethought to have to think so intensely about that yeah and everybody has a different level of like romance requirements in their marriage yes ours are really low <laughs> mine are too sorry <laughs> sorry husband so if you're comparing yourselves to our comfortability with this topic it is okay that you are less comfortable a hundred than we are for sure about it and uh, and if you are hiding the fact that you poop I'd reevaluate that, honestly. I was going to say, you know, we're not judging, and we are not, because I get it. Like, it It can be embarrassing. Yeah, it's a thing that nobody likes to talk about. It stinks, and, but it is normal. What you are doing is a normal thing. Normal. Normal. Yeah. If you are not pooping, I would be really concerned. We have more issue with that. Yeah, totally. Okay, so the stuff that we're going to get into today is, like, normal poop. (laughs) and we're going to talk about abnormal pooping too because a lot of people have strange poop symptoms yes that like your period you think it's just normal part of everyday life in your body but there's actually things that your body is trying to tell you with yes your poop situation that you can do something about to be happier and yes. healthier in your body. Poop is a great communicator of what's going on in your body. Totally. Like it's it's trying to tell you something. Yes. Whether it that that's hey everything's good in there or like y'all girlfriend <laughs> you got something to work on in there. That's right. Yeah. And we want to help you with yes. your poop. Okay. I love this quote that I found. It's I didn't write the author down. That's really un... Good. (laughs) What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Plagiarism. Okay, so I did not make this up. Someone else did. But shame on me for not writing down who it was. Yeah. Poop is a treasure trove of information about what's going on inside your body. It is so, a true treasure trove. I think of like the Little Mermaid's treasure trove. <laughs> yes. With all of the human things in it. Yeah. Too. That's what we're likening your bowel movements to. Um, look at this stuff. Isn't, Isn't it neat? <laughs> yes. Yes. That it is. is it. 
<laughs> so we're going to talk about like regular consistencies, regular um, frequencies, regular color, regular symptoms that go along with having bowel movements. And we're going to talk about your regular ones, but just to give a, a general bracket for what is normal, regular movements once a day is kind of the magic frequency mm-hmm. to not only just eliminate waste efficiently, but to give your digestive system a rest. <clears throat> Some people poop three times a day and that's normal for them and they have really great movements and the consistency is normal mm-hmm. and fine. And so we're not saying if you poop more than once that that's a bad thing. Um, as long as all the other pieces are fitting together. and But what's most likely happening for women is the other side of things where they're pooping less yes. frequently than once a day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, between three and seven days will pass before Ooh. they have Ouch. a movement, and that's what they believe is normal for them. But that's not a normal way to poop. Mm-hmm. Um, this is interesting. A minute on the toilet to push out a poop is the length of the most healthy amount of time it should take you to eliminate one bowel movement. I have to say, I'm very healthy in this way. I get straight to the point. I do too. My, it's my complete. Husband, my husband is always like, dang. <laughs> He's always very impressed at my uh, pooping time. Yeah. It's something to be proud of because we do, I don't know what it is about women taking less time to poop than men in general. Yes, very much so. But we are efficient human beings, especially as moms. We just don't have time to waste sitting in the bathroom. We got to get in there and get it going and Mm -hmm. move on. Okay. Most people have the same time of day that they poop Mm -hmm. and that would be really, um, Put into our normal box also pooping at the same time every day if you have normal yeah. eating habits um, a lot of people this is in the morning because that's when their digestive system gets stimulated for the first time after resting um, all night after getting fed all day the day before and so that's kind of the natural rhythm that your body wants to eliminate waste but everybody is a little bit different mm-hmm. um, separating pieces of poop or the urgency to go quickly. So if you poop in the toilet and it's a bunch of different pieces. Or if you go to poop urgently. Like you're going to poop your pants before you can get to the toilet. Not normal. Runny poop. Yeah. Not normal. No. Um, lots of intestinal discomfort. Not normal. Um, straining to get the bowel movement out. Not normal. Let's talk a little bit more about some of those pieces, how they kind of come together. What are some other really common poop symptoms that you hear about that are not normal? Um, that's a good... I know a lot of people, maybe not a lot of people, but I have had questions about poop when it has, like, uh, the different... Like little knobs. Yeah. What would you, knobs? Is that what you would call <laughs> no. it? Right where it's just got like cracks in yes. it. Um, I've had a lot of questions of like, oh gosh, my poop probably isn't normal because it looks like that. Yeah. So let's get into it. Yeah. There's something called the Bristol stool chart. Ooh. 
that has kind of categorized the consistency of poop. And they have type 1 as being separate hard lumps. That's like the rabbit poop. Yeah. yeah. And so this is a sign of severe constipation because it's not, it doesn't have enough moisture to stick together all in one movement. It kind of just starts plopping out at random. Mm-hmm. And you're probably pretty happy if this happens compared to a giant dry oh, poop. Yeah. Right? That sounds terrible. That one you really have to work hard to move through. Yeah. But type 2 is lumpy and sausage-like. So it's like all of those separate hard lumps, but they're still together. And like that's a sausage. Yeah, <laughs> but like not sausage. smooth. Yeah, no. Yeah, so this lumpy is like mi- this is mild constipation. So it does have those really lumpy pieces to it. You might even feel that while it's coming out. Mm-hmm. You're kind of yeah. like, that's not smooth. Yeah. <laughs> Where you already know what to expect when you look in the toilet yes. before you do. It's yeah. not going to be mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. <laughs> like your normal poop. You know, the your cute normal, normal cute poop. Type 3 is a sausage shape with cracks on the surface. This is normal. Cracks it is normal. normal to have one movement with cracks on it. It's also normal to have type 4, which is like a smooth, soft sausage, or a snake. You old snake poop. Yeah. This is kind of like that um, really thick, soft serve yogurt. Oh, man. Why do you want to say that? <laughs> that's all I ever think about when I see those machines. I'm like, that's the consistency yeah, that's that you want. That old type 4. Type five is soft blobs with clear cut edges. So it's like little explosions of poop almost. Like the edges are not, they don't look organic. Yeah, but they are, it still has edges. So it's not like uh, diarrhea necessarily. No. But it's very soft. It's blobs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this just means that you're lacking fiber. So there's nothing to hold your poop together. Everything was just kind of like, (laughs) you need fiber to get it all in one movement. Also, what the fiber does is it kind of like cleans your digestive system down so that you don't end up with some of those blobs stuck up into your rectum or your large intestine. So the fiber Mm kind of lets it all come out as one movement. And that rectal contraction that you have when you have the urge to bear down and have a bowel movement, it kind of helps it all move out as once because it's sitting in your rectum already. Fun. Type six. <laughs> Moving it's, on. It's a mushy consistency with ragged edges. So these are not clean cut edges. These are mm. shrapnel poops. Mm. And this is a sign of mild diarrhea. No. Mm -mm. Type 7 is total liquid consistency with no solid pieces, and this is severe diarrhea. So we've all had, most of us have all had the diarrhea poops before. Yes. Some people have diarrhea poops every single time. Yes. They have just loose stools all the time. Mm -hmm. So that's a, that's a, a sign that... Well, the problem with having diarrhea all the time, of course, is that you're um, not absorbing the nutrients in mm-hmm. your, the food that you eat because it's going through you so quickly. And um, dehydration, yeah. really, and not so much the liquid part of the dehydration, but the electrolyte and mm-hmm. minerals 
part of dehydration. Okay, we'll get into the consistency a little bit more in a bit, but let's talk about the color. Love talking about poop color. Yeah, so generally poop, I mean, even the emoji is brown. Yeah, that's like the common. Yeah. Most common. But even green can be normal. So green sometimes is okay. It just means you have a little bit of undigested plant matter or you might have eaten something that has like a lot of chlorophyll in it. Mm -hmm. Green all the time means that you might not have enough time to break down your food properly. So that just means that like your body isn't efficiently absorbing all of the nutrients and it just starts passing through your... Mm-hmm. Uh, partially undigested food too quickly. Um, red could mean bleeding in your large intestine or your rectum, which everybody experiences at some point and yes. it freaks them out. Mm-hmm. But usually that kind of bleeding is just like a little nick in your rectum or even in your large intestine. It's probably just because you were constipated and you had to move a large mm-hmm. right. a large stool through. The concerning color for, like, internal bleeding is actually black. And black or dark maroon usually smells bad because it's old blood and it's kind of tarry and sticky. That would be upper digestive bleeding, which would be the really concerning. For sure. A little bit of blood in your stool is not that you can see red or pinkish in the toilet is not something that you need to run to your doctor and think that you're, like, that you have, like, a giant bleeding ulcer or something. Um, Let's see, what other colors do we have here? Light stool, so like tan or like white. Mm -hmm. That can be um, a certain medication that you're on. Sometimes turns your poop like white or tan, but it's also a sign that you might have a plugged bile duct Hmm. or that you're getting too much fat in your diet. And you're not absorbing the nutrients. So the bile in your stomach that is produced in your gallbladder actually is what creates the poop color of brown. Gotcha. And so if you don't have a brownish tinge to your poop, it just might not be getting enough of the stomach acid from your Hmm. stomach to... I learned something new. Digest it properly. Yeah, that's a good one, right? Hmm. Okay, here's another classic indicator of healthy poop not healthy poop floaters or sinkers i'm actually very interested to hear what your research showed what do you think is the healthier thing floaters or sinkers i i believe sinkers okay you're right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, you're right sinking mostly in my head originally i really thought floating made way more sense sure but i read some this was years ago that Sinking was like what you were aiming for. Yes. So you remember yes. that correctly. I intuitively would not have believed that sinking was necessarily no, you, I would think, right. I would think floating would be like, oh, it's like a light, um, not dense, happy and, poop. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a water park ride. <laughs> Wee! Oh, splash! <laughs> so floating yeah. poops, it could just mean that you have a little bit too much a little bit more fiber than you usually do and that's why it's floating Mm -hmm. but if it floats all the time it means that you aren't digesting your fat so it's actually fat that comes through in your poop that's making it float especially if it's like slick and greasy or kind of mucusy that would be an indicator that there's too much fat 
you're not absorbing. It's just coming through in your poop. So would that be a sign potentially of like leaky gut stuff? If yes. Consistently floating. Yes. Which gotcha. is um, sometimes that when we'll get into some of that, the reasons that your poop could be this way. Um, but in particular, the, the too much fat can be tied to autoimmune issues and also gallbladder issues. So those two things together can often make it difficult for you to digest fats, especially if you have a high fat diet like just a typical American diet or paleo. Paleo, you end up eating a lot of fat right. and sometimes you, your body is not used to digesting that much and so it takes a little bit of time on those mm-hmm. diets for your body to be like, oh, I need to use all this for energy. Um, let's talk about some of the root causes of why you might not have awesome poops. So we gave you some ideas of what you want and what you don't want. But one of the things that we want to really shed light on is what is going on in your digestive system that is Mm -hmm. causing these symptoms. So we're looking at poop as a symptom. Let's talk about gut dysbiosis. So what in general is gut dysbiosis, Kelly? Uh, well, I mean, in general, it's just what is, you know, going on in your gut in terms of all of like the absorption of nutrients and all of that. So what's going on in the lining of your intestines and how uh, capable is it of actually utilizing what's passing through it or not? Yeah, exactly. It's your ability to like absorb nutrients. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this depends on the good bacteria that exists in your digestion. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times you'll um, hear people saying like, oh yeah, you got to work on your gut bacteria so that it can, so that your digestive tract can perform well. And mm-hmm. that's also where our immune system lives. Like 90% of it lives in our digestive tract. And That's why autoimmune disorders often get tied in with digestive issues because so much of the um, immune system lives there. And so if you're constantly attacking your immune system because of an autoimmune issue, a lot of that ends up playing out in the gut. Mm -hmm. So if you have incomplete bowel movements, like you go to poop, you sit there for maybe 20 or 30 minutes, you got some of it out, but it still feels like there's something in there, there yeah. which happens to everybody every once in a while. But if that is normal for you, that would be a sign of gut dysbiosis, mm-hmm. that your body is not absorbing all the nutrients and your body's like kind of trying to hang on to that a little bit longer to try to absorb some of it in your lower digestive tract. Um, also, gluten intolerance is huge. Mm-hmm. Having some of these symptoms, the first thing I would do is take gluten out and that upsets people to no end it's true so you should maybe decide that you're not going to do that and follow this advice today but you're going to hear it seven or eight more times Mm -hmm. and repeated exposure might help you realize it's true that's the next step is trying to take out gluten and see if you can fix your poop and that is something that a lot of people have seen shifts dramatic yeah yeah so not not saying like a full life change, but taking gluten out, I'm not saying. I mean, that's a commitment. That's a commitment for sure. Um, but once you, if that is the issue, once you start feeling better, you're like, oh, I won't eat gluten again ever if I just can feel like this. Yeah, so. it's it's a worthwhile trial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
So some of the poop issues around gluten intolerance are having loose stool, undigested food in your stool, constipation or straining, and a bowel movement less than once a day. That can all be signs that your digestive system is compromised because it's getting inflamed by the gluten protein. Gluten. Go, you gluten. (laughs) I'm gluten-free, so... Yeah. I... And I have been for a long time, and I didn't do, I didn't change my eating habits because of any kind of bowel movement issue that mm-hmm. I was having, but it has improved yes. my bowel since becoming gluten-free, which was years and years ago, but like, I don't hardly have any bowel issues at mm-hmm. all being gluten-free, and I don't know if that's the reason why. I mean, probably. But we're just talking about poop today. And if you go research these certain things online, gut dysbiosis or gluten intolerance, you're going to find the whole picture. Yes. Um, Something else is a thyroid disorder. And that would be indicated by sluggish bowels having a movement less than once a day. So maybe you're not constipated, but you just don't have a movement mm-hmm. every day or you go to poop and it just takes forever. Yeah. So they're just maybe not really well formed. They don't come out really easily. Mm-hmm. Um, also irritable bowel syndrome. So IBS, that's a term that gets thrown around a lot mm-hmm. because so many people have it yeah. and it's such a wide range of yeah. symptoms and everybody experiences something a little bit different. And IBS is kind of this category where they're like, well, we don't really know what's wrong with you. We just know it's that like something's going on here. So your, yeah. your digestive system sucks basically yeah. if yeah. you have IBS. So there's a lot of symptoms that go along with that. Um, but stress is one of the biggest causes of IBS symptoms. Mm-hmm. And so if you fall into that category and you're experiencing some of those poop symptoms, that's something to look into too because reducing your stress but also thinking about reducing gluten and considering getting your gut flora mm-hmm. in check all of those things are going to be helpful for you and all of these things again poop is such a, a symptom right so all of these things that you might be experiencing can definitely be pointing to something bigger that then instead of just trying to get your poop regular Right, we're trying to point you towards things that can actually make your whole life better. <laughs> yeah. So absolutely. So the biggest things that people end up having issues with are constipation and diarrhea. Those seem to be like the categories that people put their issues mm-hmm. into. And we kind of covered um, diarrhea a little bit, um, but if you're experiencing that on a normal. Um, basis, like that's typical for you to have really loose stool, uh, that would be a cause for concern if you are not sick, especially if it was really watery, mm-hmm. because you have to be thinking, why does your body want to evacuate so much content and so quickly? Mm-hmm. And so that can be a sign of chronic inflammation or autoimmune disorders or some or like a parasite or like mm-hmm. some terrible bacteria or something like that. So make sure you rule all of those things out with a physician before you do something simple like we're about to suggest. <laughs> <laughs> Which is more diet elimination. Yes. 
yeah. It's really it often yeah. that dairy, corn, soy, nightshades, yeast, eating too many nuts, some people with eggs, those can all cause diarrhea for some people, and it sounds crazy because maybe you could always eat that food before, or maybe you could um, tolerate it in small amounts, but something kind of flipped you over the edge, and now mm-hmm. you're having really terrible problems. So we recommend playing around with some of that, looking up some of those foods that are worth eliminating. Sometimes that's grains or legumes. Gluten, we talked about. Alcohol sometimes is causes people Sorry. chronic diarrhea. Yeah. yeah. So you want to just really get going with your probiotics, eliminating the food triggers. Mm-hmm. Um, taking collagen is something that supports the mucous membrane lining of your gut. And so mm-hmm. sometimes that can kind of um, heal that place that's trying to push food or push your stool to get um, along so quickly. I think it's so helpful too, just to like take a step back and start uh, chart or like writing, yes. you know, keeping a journal of what you're eating that day and anything, any other symptoms that you're having. Like this day, oh man, I was like super bloated and then I went poop like six times and it was all diarrhea. And then this next day, here's everything that I ate and here's everything that was going on in my body. And then you can start to see any patterns. You can start to see, oh, okay, so here's where I took out nuts from my, or, you know, gluten or whatever. And, oh, look, I pooped less that day, or it was actually more formed or Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Also getting your thyroid checked because you may be overproducing thyroid hormones, which can throw things into more of a loose stool diarrhea Mm -hmm. situation. Um, but the, the, the most that we can really give you is this broad sense of things that you might want to look into to kind of figure out what it is that's going on for you. Mm-hmm. Something less serious but much more prevalent is constipation. Mm-hmm. And why do we see constipation so much more than any other well, symptom? Diet, yeah. for sure. Like We eat a lot of sugar. We eat relatively low fiber just as a nation. Yeah. Um, and we're sitting a lot of the day. Right. Not moving our bodies a ton. So putting all of that together, potentially not hydrating well either. Yes. Because we're at work all day, you know, just don't care about, about water. It. Yeah. <laughs> because you don't care about drink, water. Because <laughs> you're drinking soda all day instead. <laughs> um, so that's like a combo for your poop to not want to make its way through or not be able to make its way through. Yeah. And so what are the things, because we deal with this stuff with our pregnant clients all the time. Constipation is really common in pregnancy because your digestive slows down. You might be taking supplements that are Mm -hmm. making your stools harder and hormones and everything affects that. So what are some of the things that we, that can be applied to all people with constipation? Um, definitely hydration. Yes. Keeping an eye on that. Lots of water, about half your weight in ounces per day. Um, drinking warm water with lemon in it first Mm. thing in the morning can be very helpful, um, to kind of flush things through. Uh, we recommend magnesium, um, quite a bit to clients and that's sort of like based on bowel tolerance. Um, you want to start kind of low on that about 300 to potentially 800, 
um, milligrams. So starting starting low and working your way up to kind of figure out what your bowel is most comfortable with. Because if you take too much magnesium citrate, what will happen? Uh, you will then find yourself on the other um, issue. Very and you quickly. Will, um, enjoy sitting on the toilet for a long period of time just pooping. Pooping. Yeah. Not so and it sounds good because it relieves your constipation. You will not enjoy it. Yeah, no, you won't. It will. You won't. It will not be a happy time in your life. Um, and then obviously paying attention to what you're eating. Yeah. So the kind of things that we talked about for sure, but making sure you're getting enough fiber and you know leafy greens and veggies and all that good stuff. Um, squatting can be really helpful, or like using a squatty potty or uh, just a little step stool that your kids use or something you can put your feet up on that just getting a little bit in that squatting position where your knees um, are above your hips can be very helpful yeah I agree and I even found this little tip which is kind of funny to me but I'm kind of curious to try next time I might potentially have this problem but you can stimulate your own bowels by squeezing and releasing the sphincter muscle I'm doing it right now don't poop on the couch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but what the recommendation was is go squat, even up on your toilet if you're limber enough. Just mm-hmm. squat, put your feet on your toilet seat. Okay. And just spend some time in that position because that is what is going to move your bowels the easiest. And just squeeze and release your sphincter muscle just to kind of, or your, your rectal sphincter muscle, mm-hmm. just to kind of get that. Um, blood flowing essentially and kind of wake up your bowels to yeah produce a bowel movement if you're having a hard time going if you're straining to go there's nothing to do but soften your bowels yes yeah yeah uh and then we can't recommend enough getting a good probiotic so for sure the lactobacillus and the bifidobacterium <laughs> I have to read it. Bif- yeah. Bif- bifidobacterium, lactobacillus, and bifidobacterium, those are the ones that you're going to want to take to regulate your bowels. Ooh. And there's always the good old prune juice. Of course. Dried prunes. Moving your body, too. I don't know if we, like, mentioned this, but just exercise in general. Every day. Walking. Yes. It's just something that you're doing to move your body will help move your bowels. Yes. Have you ever been yeah. exercising and you're like, oh, dang yep. it. <laughs> yep. Yes, oh, I have. I don't want to stop, <laughs> but I must. But I can't just keep going right now. There's yeah. got to be so much pooping happening at the gym. Yeah. Uh, People go and like take a shower afterwards. It's yeah. a good, yeah. good order. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> Um, so do check in with us. Let us know what works for you and what kind of struggles you may have had with your poop so far. If you have a normal poop, the consistency, the color, the frequency, check in with us. We want to give you a prize. (laughs) (laughs) All our normal poopers out there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hopefully you learned something. I certainly did. Yeah. Oh, you can never, there's so much more information I was not able to provide, and I probably won't ever provide. You are just going to have to be satiated with what we have given tonight, 
today, this morning, whenever you're listening. <laughs> um, but we'd like to hear from you. So you can hop over to our Facebook group called Wine and Gun Community. Join us in there. This week that this episode comes out, we'll be having a discussion about our bowel movements. And you don't be... want to miss it. No, you don't. Because it's an opportunity for us to share what's working for us as women and how we deal with, you know, poop situations. We all find ourselves in those poop situations. So we'll see you in the group. Yeah. And you'll hear from us next time. All right. Have a great week, guiders. Bye. Bye. The sponsor of today's show is Whole Mother Co., a fun give back shop that includes you, the busy mama, in making an impact with your purchases. Your partnership raises money, promotes awareness, and supports the mother friendly causes you care about. Use code WINEANDGUIDE at WholeMotherCo.com to get $5 off your first order. Wow, Kelly, they made it all the way to the end. What did they win? Lady, you've won a priceless connection with your amazing body that you've been doing your fab life in. Our hope is we've gifted you with some information and perspective you can use. Sharing is caring, and our mission is to make these topics familiar to all women. We bet you can think of three people right now who will find this episode helpful. So be a pal and share it. Lastly, you won't want to miss a thing coming up in Wine and Guide, so subscribe to get all the tasty details directly to your ears. Have a great day, vagina experts!